Welcome back to another podcast with Moon Khan, Erasure Vibes. This particular podcast is quite a serious topic and I'm sure it's going to raise some controversial heads, perhaps upset, annoy, um, perhaps quite a lot of people do discuss their particular points of view on this, which you're quite right to do so. Um, it's about the Taliban. You can hear in my voice, it's not a topic I feel comfortable discussing in the sense that it's a topic that has upset a lot of people across the world you know um, in particular myself because my family roots the language anyway comes from Afghanistan it's partly Persian it's partly a mixture of various um, dialects Dari, uh, Farsi, Persian and it's called Pushto and Pushto is a language that is very rarely spoken. There is different dialects to it. My family hereditary, uh, ethnic roots I mean, because I'm from England personally, but my ethnic roots, my family hereditary roots, are from the northwest frontier of Pakistan, Afghanistan. The language is spoken heavily in Afghanistan and obviously over at some point in time um, some of our ancestors have crossed over the border for various reasons to live not far from Afghanistan due to civil war and due to outbreaks and things like this going on. Now we all know records of the Taliban, we know we have plenty of knowledge of who they are. What's more disturbing is the fact that for a long while there was peace and now it seems that that is not the case, you know. I'm always very, very careful when I read the news and I and I watch the news. I'm very selective in which particular channels I watch or I listen to. To be honest with you, I don't watch much television at all. It's something that I've switched off from because I, I am selective again, like I said, about what I watch, what I hear. But also, thankfully, due to the fact that I can hear and listen to and respond in different languages, it gives me the tenacity and the advantage point of understanding what somebody's saying when it is dubbed over. Some news channels, you know, they have the propaganda, they have the media, they have the bias. And sometimes when they are translating, it's not actually what that person said. So sometimes I am very, 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 very meticulous about what that person has said. And, you know, I will pull something apart because I understand the tone and the content of what that person is saying and at times certain news outlets as you'll know in certain presidential elections and so on are very biased okay so I am very careful when it comes to this now a couple of days ago um, a colleague of mine passed on um, a very disturbing news clip which I'm going to discuss in this particular podcast and that is due to the fact that um, you know the Taliban are um, doing various you know things to certain people but in particular to girls uh, and in particular to girls being used as like wives for the fighters which I'm going to go on to in a little while that to me is, is disturbing but like I said I'll come back to that in a little while okay the first thing that I, is clear is that already just in the last couple of days quite a lot of families are having to move across borders having to move to across cities they are leaving their homes they are leaving their families they are leaving their belongings and basically they have whatever they have on the back and they've they've run okay and they've done that because of the fact that they're not safe they're trying to protect their children 
they're trying to protect their generations they're trying to protect their future there's been quite a lot of um journalists afghani journalists going and reporting on these issues because it is a problem it is a big 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 problem okay these particular people this particular group of people are going against the tide again you know they're showing their dominance or trying to show their dominance they're trying to show their power as they are surging across afghanistan and they are trying to take control again the impact of that though is on the people and the lives of the people around the afghanis you know um i'm an author one of the second books that I published was actually to do with this very topic, you know. Um, I have analysed Khalid Hussaini's The Kite Runner and the Taliban is prominently, heavily mentioned in that particular book. If you haven't read it, go ahead and read it. Beautiful story. Very, very um, interesting story. But it does focus on this concept of power and conflict and control. And it's something that unfortunately we are seeing again happening in Afghanistan. You know, um, we thought we'd had a quiet, peaceful sort of situation occurring. You know, we thought that lives could go back to normal, inverted brackets, normal. You know, whatever normal might mean to you. And unfortunately, what we're seeing now is, you know, things are collapsing again. Okay, and certain individuals, certain groups are trying very hard to take over. Okay, now don't get me wrong, political forces, armies, they're doing the best that they can. The soldiers within the Afghanistani groups are doing the best that they can to try to control and combat this situation. But it's very, very difficult when you're dealing with, you know, terrorists that have got quite a bit of, um, of a reputation and they are fierce. You know, they are fierce and there are various dynamics as to what has been going on, why they're doing that as well. Okay. What's more disturbing to me personally, okay, is that they're not um, attacking or targeting, you know, particular soldiers. What they're doing, this particular group of people, is they're attacking the young, the innocent, the vulnerable again. And in particular, females. Okay, in particular females. There's quite a lot of um, news, and I don't want to share the images, understandably, but it's very, very, very upsetting, very upsetting to see a gentleman crying over the body of his daughter as she was on her way to school. Try and picture that in your head if you can. You know, losing a child is, is extremely difficult extremely difficult and no parent should have to bury their child nobody nobody and nobody should have to even think about the fact that they've sent their child to school and that's the last time that they get to see them that's an awful awful reality and it's a reality that unfortunately people are facing you know they're facing it's sad it's heartbreaking it's absolutely heartbreaking to see that these attacks are continuing, you know, and to see that these individuals are trying their best 
to take over, you know, and to, to rule again and to control again. But it's it's the fact that they're doing it to the most vulnerable people. Okay, the article that I had been passed over, or video, should I say, um, is from a network called um, Gravitas, and Gravitas has reported through uh, Yon News. I'll I'll put the link in my feed about how um, the Taliban allegedly, allegedly, wants girls above 15 to be gifted to fighters as wives. I mean, that whole concept itself is absolutely abhorrent and disgusting, you know, because that is not representing any religion that that group allegedly claims to represent, you know, not at all. There is footage of, you know, young girls um, or women being beaten, being violently beaten for alleged crimes, you know, that haven't been necessarily uh, done in a jurisdiction sort of way, okay? And it's understandably left people, including myself, shocked, okay, shocked. I'm going to let you listen to an extract from that particular article. The Taliban has not changed. They're taking control of more than 200 districts, rebuilding what they call an Islamic Emirate. Tonight on Gravitas, we'll tell you how. I'll start with this letter. It has a Taliban seal. What does it say? Parents should, quote unquote, gift their daughters as wives to Taliban fighters. They want to reward terrorists with wives, like women are some kind of an object to be gifted. Reports say this letter came from the Taliban's Cultural Commission. It asks imams in captured areas to prepare a list, a list of the names of women in their communities, girls who are above 15 years of age and widows under 45 years. The letter says they will be married to members of the Taliban. They'll be transported to Pakistan's Waziristan where they will be converted to Islam and reintegrated. I have no words for this. Even though it's hardly surprising, the Taliban have clearly not evolved. They promised to uphold women's rights during the peace negotiations, just like they promised to uphold peace. But look at what they're doing, launching attacks and trampling on women's rights. They want to impose an extreme interpretation of the Sharia law in Afghanistan. In fact, they're already doing it, implementing old rules in some of the districts. Women are not being allowed to step out alone. The Taliban says they must be accompanied by a male companion. They're being barred from receiving an education. Men have been asked to not shave their beards. They must wear a turban. People are being told to stop wearing red and green clothes, which are the colors of the Afghan flag. Leaders negotiating with the Taliban often talk about protecting the gains made in the last two decades. As you can hear from that extract from Gravitas report, the Taliban are going backwards. They're doing the same regime, the same tactics, the same techniques. Only this time, their demands are slightly more sophisticated and stupid, to be honest. I'm sorry, but they are stupid. It's deplorable. It's disgusting. It's shocking to think that they can list demands and dictate what females should be doing with, within the society, within that culture. There are no words. A bit like this lady said, there are no words to even describe how you react as a female, as a Muslim, 
as someone from that particular tribe to this abhorrent, abhorrent suggestion. Well, not even a suggestion. It's an instruction. It's an order. Who comes up with these things? Who decides these things? You know, it's concerning and it's worrying that they think it's acceptable to treat a female like that. We're not going back to the Stone Ages here. We're going back to almost like medieval times. You know, there is no growth. There is no concept of understanding. There's no respect. There's no equality. There's no love and compassion. None. It's hard enough for a female to be able to go to school and get educated in the first place in countries like that. Money's an issue. Family dynamics are an issue. Culture, tradition is an issue. Sometimes the mindset of your family is an issue. You know? Forget the money side. Forget all the, the concept of travelling and getting there. That's a side issue. I happen to be the second female only ever, ever in my whole family to have gone to one, to finished high school, gone to college, and then gone to university. My aunt was the first female ever to go to university and become a dentist. I'm the second. And what I did in my particular life is I made sure I went back several times. I went back to university four times. I enjoyed it so much, obviously. But I did that because I pushed myself to be, you know, further educated, further integrated. I know I'm smart, mashallah, as we say. I wanted to better myself. I wanted myself to have the opportunities that I knew I wasn't always going to be able to get. I went to university the third and fourth time in my late 30s because you can go to university anytime you want. That's a concept that people forget. These individuals, these girls, they'll never get that chance. Never. If the Taliban take control, if the Taliban are permitted to continue with these acts of treason, these acts of, um, you know, bar barbaric times, barbaric thinking, we're in for a shock. We're in for a big shock. And it's the vulnerable, it's the most vulnerable people in our society that worries me. You know? We have to protect our community. We have to protect the most vulnerable. Okay? We have to protect the, our rights. We have to protect our honour. And we have to protect our watan. Watan is your group, your family, your culture. Some individuals, as I've seen, they've moved across the borders, understandably so, very, very quickly. They've left everything behind. They know what's coming next. But it's got to be stopped. It's got to be stopped. Here's an extract again from the voice recording. They say that Afghanistan has come a long way since the fall of the Taliban in 2001. But in the past few weeks, Afghanistan has been pushed back again. The gains are slipping away as the guns ring louder. It is amply clear that the Taliban want power by force. They want to bring back the Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan. This was the name that the Taliban used for this country when they controlled Kabul from 1996 to 2001, the Islamic Emirate. 
it's quite clear that what the Taliban are doing is obviously instigating and installing fear and it's working very very quickly they've already you know identified the most vulnerable within the society they made sure that the females of Afghanistan not all not all but they've ensured that some females are now petrified to roam the streets to even go somewhere outside because they've got radical rules in place now due to the Taliban what are we going to do about this how can we get through this how can we how can we support how can we help these are things that I'm sure we're going to be you know looking at in another podcast because right now I don't think we have the answers we really don't have the answers people are escaping people are um, making sure that they are removing themselves out of harm's way by going to different places you know they know themselves that these individuals are fanatics they are not representing a particular faith they're not representing any aspect of a religious faith it's absolutely completely opposite of it okay a lot of the priests, a lot of the imams, a lot of the sheikhs will not tolerate this either. Okay? Um, but unfortunately, those people are also being caught and punished and put in very, very difficult, um, you know, situations too. Very, very difficult situations. But the point is, how can we move forward from this? How can we stop this? this these are extreme, extreme people, extremists. You know, and they are terrorists. And they are unfortunately giving the rest of the world, the rest of the society that represents certain religious faiths a very, very bad name. They're not representing the majority of people that are Muslim, that live in peace, that respect peace and order and follow the religious books as it is. These people that are extremists are doing the complete opposite. The complete opposite. Okay, it's got to the point where they've ordered uh, shops not to sell goods to women who come unaccompanied to the shop. I mean, how barbaric is that? We're in 2021. We're in 2021. We're not living in a prison in our own house. But unfortunately, that's what they're instigating. That's what they're doing. There's been video footage of a woman being flogged for an alleged crime, which I'm not going to discuss right now. On what basis did that occur? On what fair basis did that occur? None. That's the answer. None. Okay? Women are unfortunately going to be the people that are most at risk. And children. And that's what concerns me. Being a female myself. It concerns me that this is happening right now. Again. Despite the fact that we had had some form of peace for a little while. It is not helping that society. It's not helping that culture. And people are concerned. People are scared. You know. And the education of girls is the thing that's going to be at extreme risk. You know. It's hard enough as it is getting an education as a female as I've said with the various things that are going on you know and people have tried to empower people have tried to help you know it's ironic sometimes when for example a certain person might go to a hospital and demand a female doctor for their wife or their daughter well where is the female doctor because you've made sure 
that they haven't had that education to get there in the first place yet you're demanding one you know we need to have a think about this we need to have a look at this we need to provide our support for the female voices and the female um audience you know and the population within afghanistan that's the what concerns me the most the education is in crucial their safety is crucial you know and the fact that the taliban are doing these particular acts shows you that they've they've thought about this for some time they've strategized it for some time you know and now they're putting it into action but at what cost you know at what cost we need to think about how we as a society can help do we get in touch with the united nations do we get in touch with um you know people near to us um our prime ministers do we get in touch with people wherever it is that you live you know we'll have different sort of aspects and different views on this what can we do within our own community to make sure that these young people young females that we're discussing are not targeted again are not made to be vulnerable acts again and they're not sacrificial lambs because unfortunately they are you know there are quite a lot of elders within the community that will try hardest to protect those innocent women and children but it's not always possible to do so okay there's a lot of pressure there's a lot of outcry there's a lot of weapons being used and sometimes we are um outforced by that okay you know what can we do what can we do to overcome this okay like i said we're not gonna have all the answers right now we're not some politicians need to look at this other countries need to perhaps support this and look at this as a bigger issue okay because we need to protect those individuals we need to protect those girls and women mainly from being used and demoralized being abused traumatized the list is going to be endless the list is going to be extremely endless we can't stay silent we can't i'm sure i will end up doing a follow-up to this particular um, podcast right now like i said i don't have all the answers i'm 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 stunned to be honest that this has happened again and it's concerning and it's heartbreaking to witness and to see and to read about i guess the only thing i can do is pray that's the only thing i can do and do the vod the podcast which i probably will do in another language which is pushed though as well at some point but please please keep your eyes open keep afghanistan and the women and the children and the men obviously in your prayers in your blessings in whatever it is that you believe in talk to people around you what can we do to support these young ethnic minorities to make sure that they thrive that they're given the chance that every other child every other woman is given hopefully hopefully we come and find some solutions and i'm sure i'll be mentioning this topic again thank you for tuning in i know it's not a nice topic to hear about but thank you for tuning in and if you have some suggestions 
any of the polite ones, please feel free to comment. Thanks for tuning in. This is Miriam Khan at Raise Your Vibes.